This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Hello and welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele and I am here with a super veteran <laughs> youth worker, uh, Brian, and uh, we are going to be talking uh, about, well, really talking to senior pastors. So this is the episode that you need to have one of your uh, compatriots forward to your senior pastor to listen to. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I'm going to, I'd like to ask you, Brian, can you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, where you are working and, and how you're serving the kingdom right now. Sure. I, uh, I work for an organization called the Youth Ministry Institute, and we're based here in Orlando, Florida. And with them, I am the director of student development. And so what we do is we educate and train and support youth ministers, children's and family ministers uh, through resources. Uh, we have a two-year program. Uh, coaching consulting happens in that. And uh, and all of us on staff, we serve within local congregations, whether that, that be full-time, part-time, or even as volunteers. Um, and we just love what we get to do. And it's exciting to get to talk to people around the country and help them uh, make an impact in teenagers for Jesus. So it's great. Right. So uh, both you and I uh, do this sort of coaching youth workers and training youth workers and we have contact with uh with youth workers all over the country and uh and in some cases in different parts of the world Um, but this episode is kind of drawing on that knowledge to to say to senior pastors in this kind of crazy time um here's what you need to do to support your youth worker Um, because, you know, I think uh, having worked with lots of senior pastors, when um, things get kind of weird or crazy, there's a high stress season, um, unless that high stress season is the result of something dumb the youth pastor did. (laughs) Um, That never happens. (laughs) <laughs> that never happens. It's almost <laughs> impossible. But unless it's unless that's the case, the 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 people, the staff people, the programs that are sort of outside of that super stressful aspect really get off off the radar, right? Yeah. And uh, and and I know that um, having uh, talked to a lot of youth workers. Um, over the past couple of months, while we've been in this season of coronavirus and quarantines and stay-at-home orders and all of that, there are a lot of them who just completely have lost communication with their uh, senior leadership. Um, uh, that we they get an email here or there, but but they're clearly not the priority and not what, uh, what is being thought about at that level. And so, um, so here's, so without, when that happens, you know, without the attention that the senior pastor, um, doesn't really know <laughs> the state of things. Right. Right. And so yep. I kind of, I kind of feel like, well, let me ask you, it's kind of base level. We're talking to to senior pastors right now. What 
what is what is kind of base level? What what do they need to be doing with their youth workers? Yeah, I think it's it's so easy for you senior pastors and those of us in different roles to forget about people in youth ministry um, and just hope that they're doing their thing so that you can focus on all that you have to deal with. Um, but I think for senior pastors, it's important to remember that your youth or your children's workers are, are your flock also. And, and they really need you to support them in this season. And, and why am I, we've talked over and over again about the trauma and the grief that everyone is experiencing currently and the impact right. that has. So for senior pastors, I think simply checking in, checking in on your youth minister and asking them, how, how are you right now? How's your family? Um, what, what's, what's it like in your family right now? And how can I be praying for you? That Just that first simple step makes a significant impact because it's validating your youth minister beyond their job. And, right. and it's more validating them and their identity as a child of God. And, and it's so easy to get caught up in, in the business aspect and only doing what we have to do to, to forget that that piece is essential. And a youth worker who feels like their senior pastor loves them is going to do everything they can to support the ministry of that senior pastor. Uh, so I would say first begin by checking in on them and calling them and just seeing how they are. Don't ask them any business stuff. Um, yep. Just ask them how they are. I had a supervisor once who would do that with me, would just randomly take me out to lunch, no agenda, um, and, and just see how life was. And at first I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> and I thought, this is, this is weird. What do you really want? What's the motive here? <laughs> but, but, uh, what are you trying to pull on me right now? Right, right. <laughs> But over time, what I found out was he just genuinely was trying to care for me as, as a human being. And, um, and that made a big difference. And, and then after yeah. a couple lunches, I realized that's all it was. And I enjoyed those and they, they became meaningful to me. Simply asking is a, is a great first step. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget. I, um, when I first got here, uh, the, the youth program, had kind of been being kept afloat by some interns and volunteers for a little bit. And, um, and as I took one of the interns out uh, to Starbucks or we, for good or for bad, Starbucks is directly across the street from our church. And so it's How easy can that be a to bad make thing? That, a, that a second office. It's really not, I don't, I can't imagine any way of it being bad except health wise, but <laughs> so I, I remember I, I took her uh, out to have coffee and I said, how are you? And she started, I asked that question and she just kind of was dumbstruck. And I said, oh, I, I'm just asking like, how are you feeling? Like emotionally, like you've been through doing a lot here. And she's just, she just started crying <laughs> because it was that it's this exact kind of situation, right? The youth ministry was going, other things were happening. They'd had a crazy death in the church that was rocking everybody's world. And nobody had thought to ask the youth intern who was doing way more than youth intern work, how mm -hmm. she was like, and yeah. when I asked it just like, and I, I, to be honest, I wish I could say I was being super pastoral and really empathetic. I wasn't. I, it was, I just started. I'm just trying to take everybody's <laughs> pulse. 
<laughs> but right. man, it it meant so much to her. And her, and I think her, go ahead. Her response says it all, right? You were simply right. probably just starting a conversation and yet she was so ready for you to ask and so yeah. ready for somebody to ask her. Um and it's and it's that's what we need. Complicated being a youth worker because your pastor is your supervisor or your supervisor's supervisor, depending on how it's all set up. But, you know, everybody needs a pastor in their life. And especially in times like this, they need somebody to, to check on them and to be kind and caring towards them spiritually. And, um, and I, I, I think you're right on like that's step number one is caring for them personally. But I think that, that that's important. The other thing though is caring for them um, professionally. And, and really yeah. I'm, by that, I mean like caring about what's going on. Um, there's maybe a couple of things that the senior pastor knows that are happening, but I, but I, I think it's helpful for the for that person to say, okay, what, tell me what you've been doing. How are you dealing with the, uh, the pandemic? Like what, what are we doing in the youth ministry? How are you? And, and kind of, and making sure that you say over and over again, I'm not interviewing you to see if you're, you're going to keep your job. <laughs> like This is not a right. criticism or critique time. I'm just trying to gather information because I want to, I want to make sure I know what you are doing. And then, because then, then they can say those things out loud in the online worship stream, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think it's important for senior pastors to recognize that a lot of youth workers have actually picked up new jobs since the pandemic oh, yeah. has started. I mean, how many of them are running technology for their churches or yeah. helping them figure out live stream? And so your your youth worker is being confronted with gaps in their life, things that they didn't know how to do that suddenly they're yeah. being challenged to figure out, um, just as all of us are in, in every part of ministry. But they may be challenged with, with media, with live streams, and how do you connect multiple streams together. Uh, they are challenged with um, even understanding TikTok, right? A lot of them that don't right. even understand social media that their, their teens are on. And so your youth worker is really professionally being confronted with a lot of gaps in, in their own learning that they need help with, um, yeah. just as senior pastors are as well. Right. And and they're navigating a world that most of them have never navigated, right, in, in ministry. Uh, many of them have social media accounts and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we were, I think, a week in when I uh, had uh, a meeting with uh, a handful of youth workers from our area and uh, somebody asked the question, what is safe sanctuaries in the digital Mm -hmm. world? And literally no one had thought about it. Yeah. Because it was crisis mode. Okay. Okay, we can't meet in person. We're going to, okay, I heard of Zoom. Let's try that, right? And they were just starting, but but a weekend, nobody had thought of that. And, and like, I mean, that is a really difficult question to answer, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've faced multiple of those conversations. 
and it, it seemed like it was one thing after another, right? First, it mm-hmm. was how do we even speak to our teenagers or their families? How do we even reach right. them? Then it became, we started doing these things and someone like you asked the question, well, what about child protection policy or safe sanctuaries? How do we meet that? And no one had answers. Crickets. Right? <laughs> right? How, yeah. It, it, because to, to even come close to meeting those policies, you're now asking to bring in more people um, right. into, like I, there's a church I know who has had volunteers enter into calls and Zoom conferences really just only as somebody to monitor what's happening and make sure Be the things adult. are staying safe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and, and then the same question comes with summer activities. You're changing it. If you're looking at doing VBS at home or summer camp mission trips at home with smaller groups of people, yeah. that's more leaders you need now to meet those, those safe policies. Yeah. And I think that the, the senior pastors, um, they know they've been doing their lessons, but just just coming to grips with the fact that oh wow our our youth leaders had to come up with what safe sanctuaries means right uh in this world and how they can do that like and oh oh wow they they've i didn't realize i knew somebody was making this into a podcast afterwards but <laughs> um i think i think the professional care is important and then you know i I would love every senior pastor to um, to talk to their youth worker and say, I want you now that we have um, now that we have crossed this crazy season and have realized that it's a longer season than we thought. I want you to not do anything for seven straight days, right? Or cancel <laughs> the next two things, right? Whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, I, I want you to take a breath uh, because I think that, you know, my experience has been a lot of people are have ratcheted up all these things and are completely stressed out. Um, and now with the end not really in sight for a lot of them, uh, they they need somebody to give them permission to have some Sabbath. Yeah, Jeremy, I don't even know if most youth ministers would know how to respond if their senior pastor said take seven days off, uh, particularly right <laughs> now. Uh, because just like you have said, I it's been our experience as well that youth ministers have jumped in and they have particularly early on had tried everything and filled their schedule and eventually realized it wasn't sustainable. They have since started to back down a little bit on what they were doing, partly because they were tired. Also, I think they see their students are getting tired and not as engaged. Um, But then there's also a huge amount of discouragement as well going on because students aren't showing up as much to, especially to zoom. Um, I see so many people talking about how their students aren't showing up to Zoom as, as much. And so for a senior pastor to say to their youth worker, hey, take seven days off. You need to relax. You need to spend time with your family. You need to spend time with Jesus. And you just need to understand that you're valuable regardless of your work. And right. let us remember that God is still working even when you're resting. And yes. so, right. you know, for a senior pastor to say that to their youth worker, 
one, it, it validates that they're valued and that their work mm-hmm. has mattered. And also it lifts right. up God in this moment and, and lifts up the fact that we do believe God is working, even if we're discouraged and we can't see it. Right. So simply asking them to take a break and take a rest is, is really significant. And it's also a matter of faith and it shows the senior pastor's faith that we're telling you to rest. We know things are tight. The budget's tight. We're not sure how the church is necessarily doing financially, but we're believing that we, we need to rest. So, yeah. 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 yeah I and I, be great. you know, even if it's not seven days, just giving, if, if you are the senior pastor listening to this, giving them some um, permission to, to take a break is huge. Um, and then, you know, I, I think the, the other piece is that in times like this, there is a real need for, um, continuing education. Um, mm-hmm. it, it may seem like a weird thing, uh, you know, in this setting, but I mean, you were just talking about, um, the, the number of gaps that we have discovered in our own knowledge in this time. Um, and, and so, you know, I think as a senior pastor, one of the key ways you can care for your um, youth workers is, um, is to provide access to um, continuing education. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's think about this. You, your youth, youth worker knows that, that there's financial constraints on your congregation right now. They know that right. you maybe have put a spending freeze on the, on the budget. But if you approach them and you say, Hey, I, I know that you've been, you've been giving a lot. Um, and we, we want to help you succeed and continue to grow. And right. so go out and find a book or an online course or something that you can do that will help you fill the gap that you that you've sensed, um, mm-hmm. and and we're going to find a way to pay for it. Uh, we're going right. to find a way to provide that for you. Uh, that is going to make that youth worker want to uh, grow. It's going to make them realize how much you believe in them, and it's going to make them want to support you as a senior pastor even more. And really, yeah. when your team gets better, you get better, and your church Absolutely. gets better. And and just because we are dealing with a challenging time is not does not mean we shouldn't try to continually grow and get better. And in fact, this may yeah. be a time that you can grow the most through all yeah. this. Um, and I think that you know one thing that uh, senior pastors can do with that is um, finding a relational uh, education. So uh, finding a, a mentor for them, you know, a youth ministry veteran that that the senior pastor could say, you know, we'll, we'll pay that person for their time and give you coaching mm-hmm. calls or, or whatever. Um, you know, because it, you know, there's, there's not a lot of books and stuff that have been written about this time. And, and this may be a time when that kind of, uh, continuing education pays off in, in spades, you know? Yeah, you, one of the things that we started very early on when this happened, I think the the very first week, really, when we found out about the NBA season being canceled, uh, we started hosting digital gatherings uh, for youth ministers and children and family ministers. And the concept was simply, let's share ideas, uh, maybe find some answers together, and really just have a sense of community that 
we're all in this and no one is an expert of this in this right. context. So collectively, maybe together we can do this. And so those digital gatherings have been really popular. We, we've kept them going even to this point. And at this time, we don't know when we're going to end them. Um, right. But you're right. It's that relationship that really was valuable. And uh, we have noticed that oftentimes youth workers can feel, um, they can feel as if they're, they're, they feel a little insecure, um, at right. times about their work and about whether or not it's meaningful and they're doing it right. And so having a mentor like you described or having that community where they can talk together and share and challenge one another uh, would be would be highly beneficial. And especially if they know it's somebody who's done it for a while. So now they can bounce their ideas off of somebody who's, who's, who's been in youth ministry for a little bit. Um, yeah. and, and this gives them a little confidence, right? This gives them some more confidence and and they know it's not just something they've thought of and they're going to try, but instead they've they've reflected with it on on, on something with somebody. So, and and I know that that's part of what you do at YMI. Um, can you mm-hmm. just give us a kind of a thirty thousand foot view? Like, what is YMI? Like, what kind of? I know that you do training, continuing ed for youth workers. Um, what what does that mean? How do you guys approach it? And somebody's interested in finding out more, where should they go for that? Sure. So we we began as a two-year intensive program uh, where we offered 40 courses and private coaching and strategic planning. Um, In addition, we do assessments on somebody when they begin, not as a measure of how great they are or not, but to show us the areas that they can grow. And so uh, that's where we began. And now, prior to this pandemic, but even now has highlighted the reason for this, we have started the Youth Ministry Institute online which are the courses that we would teach in our two-year program, we are now bringing them online so that anybody anywhere can access them. And in addition to that, at any point, they can choose to sign up for our private coaching. Um, and, and that will be very personalized uh, to their context with somebody who's, who's been in youth ministry for a significant amount of years um, right. using, our, using our curriculum. So if somebody is interested in any of that, uh, I would encourage them to head over to yminstitute.com. That's where they can find all of our resources that we resources that we produce. They can find all of um, our coaching and consulting and the link to the Youth Ministry Institute online courses. But to the senior pastor, I would say um, do what you can to pastor your youth minister. Um, ask them how you can help. Be there for them and encourage them to grow, whether that's through education or that's through uh, a mentoring type relationship, your encouragement will go a long way and it it will help your team members grow and therefore make uh, your team stronger. And and that's really our heart here at the Youth Worker Collective. Um, You know, we know that sometimes youth ministry can feel a little lonely. And when you get online to work, you can feel like you're doing it all by yourself, but um, we don't want you to, to feel that way. And so we've got your back with games and lessons and ideas and coaching. You can find all of that at youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this one at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast.